Thank you for joining us for Be Our Geek, where everyone is a geek about something, and where we cover your pop culture landscape through our geek lens. We're broadcasting from the Twin Cities Film Fest studios. I'm Miss Shannon. Once again, here with me, my friend and co-host, Jayton Satia, Executive Director of the Twin Cities Film Fest. I missed you, Jayton. Me too. I missed me too. Now listen, you were <laughs> off Super Bowling it, though, big gaming it. I was. Did you get to actually, so let's just bring everybody back yeah, up to yeah, speed. Yeah. So uh, last episode, our, our good friend Jake did come and help me out, and it was a fun conversation about wrestling. So... Because I want I'm, so, I'm sorry, I missed that. I, I was. I like wrestling. Yeah, and I think we'll have I him grew on up again. On wrestling. Yeah, and you was, and he and his friend Maddie are awesome. So you'll enjoy that. And I, they kind of brought me up to speed on some wrestling stuff. But you were off, big gaming it. So tell everybody where you were last episode. Yeah. So uh, a good friend of mine who runs a production studio here in the Twin Cities, um, they got asked uh, when the Super Bowl was here in 2018 in Minneapolis, they got asked to uh, be the official videographer photographers for the Taste of the NFL, which is an organization, nonprofit, that is sanctioned by the NFL that happens uh, the night before the Super Bowl. So we were, um, so they got asked uh, in, in 2018 to be the official videographer photographer for the Taste of the NFL, which raises money and food for local food banks in whatever city the Super Bowl is happening. So they did a great job. The company asked them back to be the official videographer photographer for the Super Bowl this year. Very cool. So when we were um, kind of hanging out, they were like, hey, we need a fourth person to go with us um, and capture the event. And they know that, I, of course, I work with the Twin Cities Film Fest. I have the expertise and the knowledge. I said, you want me to go to Atlanta <laughs> in this in cold the, weather? Exactly. And I said, yes. yes. So what I did was essentially go down there and uh, work the Taste of the NFL uh, the night before the Super Bowl. So we were there Wednesday through Sunday. So our big event was uh, Friday and Saturday, capturing some stuff. We interviewed some ex-NFL players, some Hall of Famers, some now amazing chefs from across the country. How does that fundraiser work? How do they? Is it a gala-type fundraiser? So it is a gala-type fundraiser. They get about uh, 1,500 to 2,000 people to walk through. And it's basically food-oriented, so they get 50 all-NFL uh, uh, cities, the, the cities that have an NFL team, participate. They get a professional uh, player from that team to show up at this event. They have a, a, a selected um, award-winning chef from that city to also come. They have many stations. So the New England Patriots had a station. So they were serving clown chowder. Wonderful. Um, the Vikings had a, a, um, a station. What do we do? Wild rice soup? What do we do? Um, I think we did uh, some sort of a ludifisk. Like Gross. But it was but it was kind of a cool. <laughs> so um, it was fun. But it was fun. And okay. It was very tasty food. And what they do is nothing goes to waste. So again, all these people come in for three, four hours. They're selling auction. There's live auction. Martina McBride, I think, uh, performed as well, which is amazing. Um, so again, they they raise awareness first and foremost. They raise money. And then any extra food left over from that particular event, which is a lot of food. I can imagine. Big, giant conference in a convention center type setting. They donate 100% of it to local food show that evening. Oh, great. So they literally package it all up and deliver it in the big, giant trucks to local food banks. And then the money that is raised also goes 100% back into that particular city's food banks. I love that there are these community projects around our pop culture uh, events. Yes. Because 
the football game by itself may be boring, may not be, you know, but the fact that the having it in this community does something for the community, that's really cool. Yeah, and again, it brings a couple of different things together. Like you said, pop culture, it's got the sports element to it. So if you like sports, if you love sports, this is a great uh, place to see your favorite players. Um, there's also that food, foodie kind of a... a, a, a element and entertainment piece to it too there's music as well so whether you like football or not you know you will like this kind of an event so you know there's festivities happening in a super bowl city anyways this is one of those festivities that has a little bit to do of course with the actual game itself and football but it's a lot more about giving back and it brings other elements to it um now the taste of the nfl because they've done it for about 28 years now they've become a taste of so now they do taste of the Masters, yes. taste of the NCAA, taste of MLB. So it's taking that concept into and bringing it into all major sports, which again, sports is God. Yes, right, for a lot of our uh, citizens here in the United Correct. States, and, and depending on what sport it is, um, why not inject uh, humanitarianism into it? Why not inject some nonprofit worlds into it? So, um, and again, uh, you know, the, the concept of giving back to your community and local community goes a long way. So uh, they get a lot of traction, a lot of media. Um, Susie Colbert from uh, uh, the ESPN yes. writer, and she was there as well as our celebrity um, host walking the red carpet. So it was really fun. Um, so to, to answer your question of did I watch the game, no. It was, right. kind, it was kind of a funny little story. Because it's the Super Bowl, we left the day of the Super Bowl, which was kind of cool uh-huh. to be out of there. I mean, I like football. I don't love football. <laughs> right? So it was good enough for me to like videotape the event and then leave the next day while the game was happening. I was right. originally supposed to be back in Minnesota an hour before the actual game started. Okay. But the, because of the uh, backup and uh, um, uh, the potential weather that was happening across the uh, country at that time, yes, I got pushed. So I got you a, got delayed. Uh, I got de- well, not even delayed. They asked for volunteers. Oh, so I oh, did you get something good? I got nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred. That's the most. Okay, okay. That's Pause, a, everybody. Yeah. Nine hundred. The most that's, I've ever gotten is three. Yeah, no. She, the the lady, uh, the the uh, the attendant, yes. said we are looking for volunteers and we have nine hundred dollars for you and your next flight and. Next flight is going to be in four hours. I'm like, oh, only four, four hours? Four hours. I can still be home wow. tonight. So my friend and I, um, it was kind of funny. We actually, all three of us, the three of us that were traveling together, took them up on it. Yes. We got it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I cashed my $900 in for an Amazon gift card, which okay. basically went towards my kid's new bed. Nice. Which is amazing. <laughs> um, which I was going to have to buy anyways. Right. But when we got to our 7.45 p.m. flight, they were looking for more volunteers, oh, and they goodness. had another eight hundred dollars. Wow. And, and the flight, just... and the flight will leave the next morning. So my, they only needed two. So my friend uh, and his wife, the couple, yes, um, they actually took them up on another eight hundred dollars. <laughs> and I was, I was, I was, I was not going to be greedy, right? So I just said, you know what, you guys take it. Um, and then I came home that evening, but I know they earned seventeen hundred dollars, and all they wow. had to do was stay out sit overnight, and, just sit around in the yeah. sit around. And some so bar in the lot. You know, was really good to us. Nice, <laughs> but I've been in that scenario. I've never gotten nine hundred dollars. I bet. was insane. I've gotten. Said that. I think the most I've ever gotten is three for a three hour. And I'm like uh, for a three hour push. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, so I'm making a hundred dollars an hour to sit here. That's it. On my phone. Yeah. So totally. I watched the game uh, on the airplane. <laughs> 
Like nice. there was literally the screens. It was, it was one of those places with the um, I think it's 747 with the actual screens in front of your right. the other uh, seat. So I watched the live stream of the game while I was in the plane, which, again, was fine. It's awesome because you get um, to sit there and you could doze off in your seat like you would anyway because totally, the game totally. was really boring. They got home at 11, which was just fine. With my <laughs> yeah. so, well, congratulations. Yeah, and then they already asked me to come back for um, the NFTs of the NFL. Already asked me to come back for Miami next year. Oh, so. wonderful. So, Good yeah. adventures for Jake. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you for allowing me to leave. Oh, please? <laughs> like, I'm going to be like, no, dude. Yeah. We got to do our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, how dare you? Yeah. Well, we are going to again back to uh, pageantry and things that you are yeah. very f- uh, familiar with. In our second segment today, we are going to talk about the Oscars. Oh my god! And I'm, you know, the Oscars keeps trying to course correct and get better, and then has more controversy, more backlash, more controversy. So we are going to cover Just some of horrible that. Horrible decision making. Yes, and so that is what we're going to cover. There's lots of things to talk about uh, with what's going on with the Oscars 2019. But before we get to that, one of the other things we covered last episode is we were talking about what was going on in the DC Cinematic Universe. And one of the stories that we talked about was the uh, changes that they are currently making with um, what's going to be the new Suicide Squad film. Yes. And yeah. so they already had James Gunn on board to write it. They Which were in talks to have him direct it. I appreciate that. Yes. And so I think that kind of leads into the rest of the what I want to talk to you about the DCEU is that the DCEU has become such a strange world because officially last month the movie Aquaman dethroned Batman as the highest grossing DC film of all time. And I think I that's mixed interesting. Feelings about that. What is your opinion on that? Um, I, 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 I didn't love the movie. Right. I liked the movie. Certain elements of it I liked. Was it my favorite um, superhero movie of last year? Of course not. Right. Um, it came out in a time frame. It came out late last year. It came out in November-ish, uh, I believe, or October, November, something like that. What? The Aquaman? Aquaman? Yeah. Did it come out late? Was it, even, it wasn't even that. It was this year. Like, I saw it this year. Uh, yeah, it like, came yeah. out in a time where nothing else was happening. Right. No and then it just stayed and, and stayed and stayed and stayed. And stayed and stayed and stayed. Mm-hmm. So I think one of, the, one of the reasons it made more money was because there wasn't much else out there right. for consumers to consume. Now, again, if it comes out during the Oscar season, which we'll talk about later, there's a lot of um, awesome independent films that are making a run for it, but that's not everybody's uh, taste. Well, I definitely don't see Aquaman doing what a Black Panther did no, ending up in not. there. Now, no. I, do I understand why people were entertained by Aquaman? Yes. I have made no qualms about the fact that I despised that movie. I did not like it, but I get why people did. And I get why, and that movie needed to do well. We've admitted that before. If that movie had not done well, they would have had to throw out that universe because that means that the only movie that worked in that world that they've created was Wonder Woman. And you can't have one standalone be the only movie that works. They would have had to figure out a different framework for that whole universe. And I do think it's interesting that the thing that I do think that I agree with about Aquaman is them creating, again, a whimsical, fun romp. And I think that's why people resonated with it, especially the time that it came out, as people wanted this one, when instead we tried to go so dark with DC. They tried to recreate what was going on with the Dark Knight, which I think is still a different animal. So when we come up with that Man of Steel and that Batman versus Superman, which is just this rainy, cloudy... It's just a hodgepodge of a mess. Right. And so 
trying to be dark and gritty just for dark and gritty's sake without it doesn't work with everything and i think that it particularly doesn't work when you have a character like superman i think that superman is you know when i think about superman and he's not my favorite superhero we've said that before but when i think of superman i don't necessarily want it he can't be the same gritty character that you have with a batman no and i don't think well, his universe doesn't allow that the right Daily planet doesn't allow that right and i agree and the fact that they tried to wedge him into this dark rainy world i don't think it made sense and as a person who my favorite character in the DC universe is Batman. I didn't like the direction they were trying to take Batman even. Like, I understood the Dark Knight idea to a point. I'm okay with Dark to that point. But when we have Batman who despises Superman, like, I'm okay with Batman. It gets a little too on the opposite side of where it should be. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to follow the the comics a little bit, but they went a little bit too extreme. I kind of felt like when I, you know, what I remember from what I thought about that rivalry that they had in the comics, it was more of a... I don't trust Superman, but Batman doesn't trust anybody. You know, I kind of thought it was more of that, where, of course, he would, when I remember the particular, um, the Batman in that whole Justice League-type persona that I would right. was envisioning was the one where he had a backup plan to take all of the other heroes down because right. they might go rogue, you know, and maybe him planning for that, but not being overtly despising a character to the point that he seemed to hate. And do you think Superman? that was a choice that was that was done for specifically the character that was playing Batman? Like, do you think... You I know, don't blame it on Batfleck. I don't think that no. he... No, because you've seen him do humorous no, I, things. Yes, I agree. And I think... I think he did the best he possibly could I agree. with that character, and I think it was the writing that kind of basically took him into the extreme uh, where it didn't need to go, obviously. Right. Um, and for me, are you... When you look at Aquaman, do you... Do you think they went towards more of like a, you know, Thor Ragnarok kind of a feel? Oh, definitely. Which is obviously what worked with Thor Ragnarok, and it was really well done. Mm-hmm. So I think for them to pivot a little bit towards more of that, to be like, maybe they realized that it were going too dark too quick. Right. And they were like, let's pivot back to more of the whimsical, more colorful, more of a comic book feel. Yeah. But I think that's where also they went a little bit too... Some of those characters didn't look real to me. That's how I feel like too. I just didn't think real. it looked. Like the animation wasn't what I no. expected. I thought it looked cheap. It, did, it looked cheap. I thought it looked and cheap. Tried to do it too like. much. And the color palette was just weird. Like I understand. Was I did not. The color it. palette was terrible in Justice League, in my opinion, as well. It looked cheap as well. And I, which is so funny to me, because computers are awesome and we make things yes. look great. There's so many movies that I'm like that looked great. It was garbage, but it right. looked great. Right. This one, I'm going. I just didn't feel the way that they had the supporting characters act like. I just didn't like well, what I they think, had gave them to say and, and do. Here's the thing. I think nothing was so, like, this stands out. Right. It's a positive. Everything was so-so. Right. Like, like that's so-so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, uh-huh. but so I think that kind of degraded the whole, like, like, nothing was outstanding that I would write home about it. Right. The thing that I think is so weird about what is going on now in the DC uh, Extended Universe, and they did it to themselves, but who would have thought? Uh, so th- think back to when it was little Shannon and little Jayton, and we were watching uh, these cartoons. Would you ever have thought that the coolest superhero in that world is Aquaman? No. Right. <laughs> 
the fact nope. that Aquaman was the one that we're all like, whatever, he talks to fish, and that's yeah. not really a power, and you get teased, you know, no, and he's all super campy, you know, these two, you know, orange and green. He just was not that cool. And now you're really telling me that we have made, that our world is so turned on its head that Aquaman has outcooled both Superman and Batman? Well, and then, that's bizarre. And then you think about where the the world that we live in today, mm-hmm. and why isn't Wonder Woman now that 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 character, right? That, that that person, that individual, that superhero, right? That we should all be backing right now. So when when Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four comes out, I wonder what that's going to do as far as the most grossing, right? Gross, you know, because obviously it did really well. I have fingers crossed for that. Me too. You know, I think that maybe the other thing about it is that people weren't expecting it to be as good as it was. And also, they threw so much money into marketing Aquaman. And not only marketing to its core, marketing to, like, there, it was almost to the point of pandering, like, begging people to like it. So they had their Aquamom hashtags out there trying to talk women into seeing him just because he's hot. Like, a bunch of things that I thought teetered on insulting. Like theater, but it worked. They managed to get everybody to come see that movie. And that's the thing, like when when everybody says like, "Oh, marketing is that." Like, no, marketing is not that. Like, just look at what's happening with Roma and with Netflix. Right. Like, they, they are going all out. They're spending millions and millions and millions and millions, like more than almost the production itself, just to market the film. Right. To again, get it out there as much as possible. Basic rule of marketing: just get it to as many people as possible, and ideally. They actually don't even care at the end of the day if you like it or not. They just right. want you to see it. Yes. They just want to have that conversation to be like, hey, you know, again, as a as I watch independent films, we want to make sure that whatever we program, we're programming a, con- a film that creates dialogue. Right. Simple. Right. For a filmmaker to come in to have a Q&A, they don't want anybody to go like, eh. That's the worst reaction a filmmaker can get. Right. They'd rather have you go, I hated that thing or exactly. I hated that character or I love this. It's an actual, like, you were emotionally invested. So a lot of marketing goes towards, again, more of those hyper-focused, like, you know, hashtag, mo- like exactly. hashtag moms or whatever mm-hmm. that is. They want to get those subgroups out to watch the film. And ideally, they like it. But regardless, they're going to talk about it. Well, we'll definitely see if this is the correct course correction for DC and see what they move on. We know that we have Wonder Woman coming up. And then they did also announce their 2021 release dates. They're going to have DC Super Pets that's coming out the summer of 2021. We also are going to look for Anne Hathaway's The Witches. That's in the fall of 2020. And then we are going to move into the new Justice League movie. And I'm sorry, the new Suicide Squad movie is going to be coming up as well. So we'll see what direction they decide to go with that. So They have the, uh, the Doom Patrol. I did see that. Universe as mm-hmm. well, and I just saw an extended trailer. It looks. Does it look good? I it looks. I good. saw it in passing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I it was like I was. A, it was in the middle of another show. Yeah, okay. And I had never heard of it. Doom. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. Doom Patrol. Are these brand new characters? I don't know. We'll have to yeah, look into that. We're both new characters. Somebody's going to revoke our geek card, so we'll have to do some research, and uh, we can talk about that next no, episode. As a geek, we're always learning as well. We're willing to we're willing to say if we don't know something, we're gonna. And I always know my blind spot is in. DC. Yeah. So I, again, if you have a chance to go look at the Doom Patrol. Um, 
extended trailer, I go ahead and encourage you to do that. And we would enjoy. We can talk about it next time. Yeah, we would enjoy you watching it, and then you can go ahead and give us your feedback on it. We're easy to find on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at at Be Our Geeks. Let us know what you thought. You can always hit us up on Facebook as well. We'd love to get your feedback, and then we'll talk about that on next episode. And we are going to go to break, and then we come back, Jayton. What we're going to talk about is the Oscars. Oh, boy. Can the Oscars get it together in time for us to have a great show, or are we just already waiting for a train wreck? the Grammys. (laughs) Over and over again. So we're going to have more conversations, talk about the Oscars when we return on Be Our Geek. Welcome back to Be Our Geek, where everyone is a geek about something. I'm Ms. Shannon. That's Jayton Satia. We are enjoying the conversation today because we both are fans of award shows. I think that we are part of that fleeting group of people out there that still enjoy watching these things. Because obviously, I love a good award show. Yeah, and ratings have been dwindling over the years for lots of reasons. Um, I do have plenty of opinions on why I think that these things are getting viewership down. There are lots of other things to watch out there. I don't think that we have that. It's not as special, I think, because it used to be that a good award show, whether it was the Oscars, the Grammys, the Tonys, the only way you had access to these stars and these celebrities was via the award show. And there was also, it was destined. and glamour correct. was not on your, it wasn't smartphones there right wasn't we weren't following them them. on instagram they weren't weren't constantly right you weren't just seeing the decision making that goes into which dress i should wear exactly you just wanted to be surprised and you knew at 7 p.m central or wherever you were you were gonna wash the red carpet right and And it used to i think it was also if you go from an anthropological thing there was a reason to gather together around the tv we didn't have dvrs way back in the day you weren't going to be able to watch it later you know you needed to sit down with your friends, have this whole event, everybody get together. And now it's either I'll watch it later, all of the highlights will be immediately available on the internet, well, I can watch it on YouTube, I don't need to watch it now live. Now there's virtual viewing in right. the fact that you don't physically need to sit in front of a TV to watch it. There's Twitter. People yes. are telling you exactly who's winning what and their opinions on it anyway. So if you don't have the capacity to sit in front of for three hours or four hours or God knows four and a half hours to watch a show, you don't have to, and you know that you don't have to. And, and if the fact you're that you can come in and out of it whatever the hell you want. If you're interested in all these things as well, all of the media outlets that we follow, if you're an Entertainment Weekly follower, you know they're going to be doing a, a, a moment by moment, award by award recap, real time on their website. And so, you know, so watching it doesn't happen as much. And I do think that also the Oscars, because it set itself up as such a kind of bloated, pretentious affair anyway, and that was part of the charm. Now that it keeps trying to update itself to our new uh, world of consume quickly, consume quickly, consume quickly, every time they try, 
they fail miserably and people don't let them update. Now, is that because we don't let them have the, like, are, are the consumers so fickle now that if they don't like something, they're, they're not even going to let it get a, uh, have them have a chance at it? Maybe, because I do like feel like... if they like announce something, let's just say they announce it on their website or press release and there's automatic backlash without actually seeing what the end product would or would not be, right? So the whole controversy on with Kevin Hart and stuff, right? Right. Okay, so... Whatever that is, sure. Academy's decision, yes or no, regardless of he should have gotten an offer to do it again or not, and it was his decision to say, I'm, you know, I'm not doing it. Exactly, right? that's fine. But then the the the, the hunt for the host, correct? Right? And then the final decision of like no hosts, and people are angry about it. So, uh, from an organizational, but they've done it before with no have. host, and it worked fine. Right. And I do think it's interesting. It does seem like for the last, we'll say. There's uh, the, the the Oscars have been problematic for a number of years, yes. but it was Oscars so white, Oscars so male. Now we have this, and you know, so every year there's something. You know, they go well. You know, the people the concern was they didn't give films to you know, give awards to enough popular films, so nobody wanted to watch it. So then they come up with a popular film category and goes. Everybody goes. Now you're just pandering to right. us, and we don't. And then we got to drop that and throttle back and and roll that back. And then the most recent thing is they go. The show's too long. And they say, okay, because so it gonna, is <laughs> it's too right, long. Because it is. So they said the show's too long, and then the Oscar, the organizer of the Oscars decided that they were going to start showing some of the awards they were going to hand them out during the commercial breaks. Which I'm very interested to hear your opinion on this because a lot of the awards that they were going to hand out during the commercial breaks were the ones that I told you as a layperson. I'm bored watching on the sure. show. I know that the people who win Best Cine- Cinematographer and all of those things are highly important to the creation of these films. But as just a viewer of the awards program, having this person who doesn't normally talk in front of people, is it, they're just not that entertaining. It is worthy. It's not entertaining. Fair enough. So would okay. you rather have these? So there's 24 awards mm-hmm. that are handed out. Um and again, it's the it's the pop of circumstance, right? So it's like announce the the nominees, correct? And then the walk up to the stage, and then the minute and a half that they <laughs> get, and then people who are not professionals. Or there's not, lots of clapping and applauding, like there's, and there's that whole thing. So thank exten- you, thank so you. This is where the extension of the show comes in, right? So that being said, would you rather have? Now this is a generic question. All of the award nominees. Or the categories, whether it's the Oscar, Grammys, Tonys, be put up for vote because now the consumers are ready, like they already vote on stuff anyways, to saying, look, these are the three or four categories we don't want to see or we don't care about. So that hmm. that way you're actually that is, I think that's feedback. almost true, but I feel like that almost is more hurtful. <laughs> like, there it is. <laughs> because there it then is. if you're like, because then do you want the universe telling the cinematographer no. he's not important? No, no. Here's no. what I do think would be interesting about the show. Um, because everybody is, you know, that those are worthy. And a lot of the people who were saying, no, I want to see best cinematographer, you know, they were the directors that were saying it, sure. but I don't always want to hear the director talk, you know, even if it's a celebrity director like Spike Lee, here's what I yes. think would be interesting. Cause we, if we're going comparing, well, should we count the big three as the Oscars, the Grammys and the Tonys? 
Yep. Maybe the Golden Globes. We'll add that into. And I feel like they're, the only reason the more TV based. The sure. only reason we like the Golden Globes is I think that a lot of people have seen more of the TV shows. Those are Correct. more accessible, and they are usually we're waiting to see if they're drunk and somebody says something ridiculous. Yeah, which that's a more party. Fun. Yeah, that's a more party aspect. I think this would make me enjoy the Oscars more if instead of watching everybody's speech, I want to see all of the music performed. I like that. Like there was a yes. you know, one year where they had like Beyonce sing every song yep. and that was fine even. Like, yep. you know, so some it's of the songs. Entertainment. Yes. So have that. Like I know Bette Midler is going to perform yep. for you. Know, I'm, I'm excited to see that. So do Isn't all Bradley of Bradley Cooper supposed to perform his song from Star Wars? I thought Born Lady Gaga was just doing it in Bradley. Doesn't. It, yeah, we'll so see. Yeah. 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 I did. So I think that's cool. I'll watch that. Yep. Then what I think would be fun for me as a person who plans to see all of the movies that end up getting, uh, nominated for best picture but doesn't why don't you show me a highlight reel of the movie maybe don't give it away but show me like some give me a little montage of the movie during it not even like a little bit but i mean like i would think that would be a good i would i would watch five minutes of the movie so instead of hearing the 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 award winners speech you rather see a montage of yes yes and or like if it's a cinematographer or a sound editor. Show what he did. See a clip of the And then film. they can stand up and wave, you know, or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you did that for one, you got to do that for all. Right, so all of them. Yeah. Wave. Um, Just wave. You know, kind of One thing. hour show right there. Right. I get to in. see. And then I know. And, and So give me the extended trailer of everything. So when, they, when the decision, and I'll get back to your question on like cinematography and editing and live mm-hmm. action and hair and makeup. And again, all of the categories that, that are that are presented an award um should or should not they should should or should they be or should not they be uh, up there actually live right like, so that's a different question there's other ways to uh, streamline the show okay what else would you do um there's I, I think a no host goes a long way true which shrinks down on the amount of banter that goes back and forth and yeah w- you know a good m- monologue at the beginning of the show kind of sets the tone Obviously, we see that with the Tonys, and that's that's appropriate. Maybe the the opening monologue should be a film, or should be those compilations of the things that are up for uh, um, uh, nominations, right? So, right. And again, other things like when you not when you're reading off the list of the nominees, you see a five second clip of the performance or a five Correct. second clip of the whatever. Some of these films are nominated in multiple categories, so I get bored watching the same <laughs> clip from right. the same film or the same actor performing the same three lines right. over and over and over and over again. Do we need to show the clip or just... You know how they do the... Um, uh, people get excited about the 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. broadcast of, like, these are the nominees? Yes. Like, you know, and people watch that. Like, right. You know, they actually tune in to be like, I wonder who's going to get nominated. They're just spitting the names out yeah They're just people at this capacity already know what the film is about right or if people want to discover it they have the opportunity to discover it because it's got nominated so many times right so you can maybe shrink that down but i think you know i'm trying to figure out what's the the wow factor of seeing some of these things because like one of the things you like about the tonys is you get to see the people the performances and that's what you like about the grammys and mm-hmm. so how do you translate that to something like the oscars maybe it's a um uh, uh a scene act out. That know, would be interesting. <laughs> uh, professional actors. Here's the professional actors that are not those actors. Interesting. Right? These are professional actors that are working in the industry. They get an opportunity to be on the stage 
performing a small scene from a film. Okay, I would so watch get that. Like two or three. I see you. Okay. So, but these are new faces as well. So mm-hmm. the Academy gets to showcase their new faces and mm-hmm. the upcoming actors, the upcoming whatever. Uh, yes. Like these are the kids and or <laughs> young adults or or experienced professionals who you don't really see on on screen. Or maybe you get the TV involved. You'd be like, these are professional actors working on TV that are on camera, you see them every day, but they're performing a favorite scene from this film. Here's all our commercial actors that you only saw in Pepsi commercials or something, and they do it. I think that there are other ways. There's ways to do it, but again, does that extend the show? Yes. Does it, you know, having a live performance on stage extends the show. I'm talking about exchanging that for other things because I don't think that oh, you, you would mind with the show. I got you. You want to swap something out with Yes, it. that's what I'm saying is that some of the things that we keep trying to take out, I agree should be taken out. They're boring. And so, you know. It, it, I have mixed feelings, right? So I want to be able to, uh, it's an entertainment show even though I'm in the industry. I appreciate all of these categories and all of these uh nominees that work really hard and this is their opportunity to get recognized right i get it it's you said that when i suggested that we shouldn't watch those things before like you were talking about I, how I they should photography have photography is super important i think film editing is basically what you're watching is editing and you know, all of the directors all the people that's where the backlash came from is they agreed with you specifically about those things right um hair makeup okay live action short you know i could i you're asking the you're asking an industry professional who appreciates every single aspect of what goes into filmmaking. I'm that just trying said, to from right. an entertainment standpoint, I get the backlash from a consumer like you who says, I don't need to know who was the sound editor for this film. I just like the sound. Correct. I, I don't need to like I can just be happy with knowing that this particular film and this particular person won the award. And I think it's so interesting. M- so like maybe you don't announce the nominees. Nominees are already on the website, and then you just have a presenter up there that takes five categories and says, "From the winner from the sound editing is da da da." Fair enough. From okay. So you don't do the nominees anymore because the nominees are already on the website, right? Or whatever. So you're not wasting quote unquote time on. And again, I don't think it's wasting time, but I can see it from another <laughs> perspective. Like you're just listing off the winners, right? Okay. And they just come up and just announce it, and maybe you give. Again, you're you're not diminishing a specific category, but others. But people do know it's an entertainment show. People do want to watch. You know, Meryl Streep make a, a, a the eightieth. You know. Yes. Award. And I guess I understand. Like if you know, and this is very easy for me to say this right now because I am not up for an Academy Award. Um, but it yeah, does. If I was up there. I'd have backlash if I just got <laughs> you know, not even nominated, put up there. Yeah, I mean, I've worked my butt off in the I, industry. You know, I think I mean, it's I interesting have. that you'll have, for instance. I know that it takes a team of people to accomplish all of these things. I know it's not only one person, but it is very boring to watch. Like, I enjoy the fact that they're excited, and I'm sure that if it was you or I, I would, you know, you would enjoy. I'm trying not to harsh their squee, but I don't know any of these people. So when there's, like, 20 of them, like, the whole design team goes up on stage, it takes forever for them to find all 20 of them, and they're waiting for Susan because Susan was in the bathroom. And then every I think uh, uh, one way you can help that scenario is every single person who – gets an award is told like hey you're nominated however you can only bring up two people oh jeez okay put right? the pressure back Just on push them put, it's like look we're not gonna not recognize you we're gonna recognize you but in, in and again here's the thing you have a minute 
right? The more you take, so you can't come back to us and say, hey, you started playing this, the little sound mm-hmm. right before my end of the speech. Well, you wasted your minute by bringing 80 other people. <laughs> like and high-fiving help, and hugging, right, and, and I think help, that's great. And I get it. We get it. They can meet you backstage. Mm-hmm. We still have cameras back there. You'll still be part of the... We'll live stream it. You can put it up on your YouTube page, whatever. And I don't know. I mean, I know the announcement is made when the announcement is made, so the, the law firm of whatever is... <laughs> You know, <laughs> that whole thing is like they have it like a lockdown, a lock key. But right. I'm sure somebody knows. Here's the thing, too. It's a it's a fun surprise to see somebody win who's way in the back, who wasn't expecting to win. True. But that it takes five s- minutes yeah. for them to so walk down there. Strategically place them. If you think they have a chance, place them in the aisle. Why is Meryl Streep the first <laughs> person right next Wait, to the stage. I have an idea. What if we don't even have them come on stage? Just strategically place mics all throughout there. Or have handlers that have handheld mics. That they're like, and then the winner is you know, Susan Thomas and they just hand a mic to Susan in her seat and Susan stands up says, thank you very much. My team and I worked really hard. Yeah. And, and then by the way, Susan sits right back here. down. Right. My Everybody say what's up. Just stand up right now. They all go, then, whatever. Know, they all go, what up? And then you go, um, <laughs> here's your award. Because Susan's going to come back and sit down in her seat anyways. Right. Eventually. So yeah. Might as well and that's not the, the real award anyways, the stage award. Correct. So maybe they just have, so they have they, they have people that stand in the aisle. They hand you them can, the mic. You can get your award later after the award show is over. What's up? Come back in the thing. They have a photographer run over real quick, take a picture of them in the aisle after they give their award, and then they sit back down. That I'm on board with that. For all of the categories. <laughs> yes, every category. Nobody comes on stage. Best director, best <laughs> Everybody. So you stay there, we'll come to you, sir. Like, sir or madam, we will come to you. That would be entertaining to me. That would be... Oh my God! That would if be, somebody I would was love in to the, watch that, that would be so fun. Just to kind of, <laughs> wherever oh they are, now, just stand in your, just stand up in your seat. Now I just kind of want to see that happen. <laughs> I like that idea. That's I mean, because we've brainstormed this a couple of different ways. Of the ideas that we've just thrown out there, that is my favorite thus far. That they just stay where they are. They hand them a mic. They have a minute to talk in their thing, and then the guy takes the mic back or the mic cuts off, and the music plays. And they're already <laughs> sitting down, <laughs> so there's no down. so awkward. They don't, you know, I mean, it would put a bunch of, like, models out of the, you know, out of business that get to escort them off. Oh, the, sure. they, But whatever. The models can now stand in the aisle and hold the microphone. There you go. And go, here's the mic. <laughs> the models actually get more of a FaceTime. Yes. They just stand there in their beautiful outfits, go over, hand the mic to whoever the winner is, and then uh, wait. I can could, I could see that. Well, here's the thing, too. So we watch the Grammys, right? And I, I like I enjoy the Grammys because I know exactly what I'm getting, which mm-hmm. is amazing performances, right. amazing collaborations, things that maybe have like the the, whole, the Casey Marsgrave. Song. Yes. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not a country fan, but mm-hmm. now I know that I'm going to go listen to that soundtrack. Right. But to see her win, to see... The other mix match categories that there are, but I know exactly what I'm getting from the Grammys, which Correct. is basically a concert. And that's how I feel about the Tonys, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't think the Oscars have figured out exactly how they play in that in the new world of uh, entertainment, right? Now it is film. We're already watching something on. Ca- so I don't mind. You know, one of the, one of my favorite things in the world is watching bloopers. True. After films, I agree, right? Mm-hmm. So. Making these "quote unquote" pretentious uh, celebrities, which mm-hmm. they're not, they're super nice people, right? Several of them, right? Um, but Oscars is becoming that, right? Like it's the hoity-toity, 
industry, but they're still human beings. They make mistakes all the time, and I think bringing that human side out of them uh, as part of the telecast would go a long way. Um, so whether it be uh, um, uh, having them perform or having – it would be kind of funny to have Meryl Streep perform um, a small scene – from a film that she was not part of, one of her <laughs> colleagues who got nominated for something else, and she plays her. That so would like, be interesting. So it's, you know, or if we had like a, a honorable mention category, so yes. for all the things that got snubbed, <laughs> that might. I don't know if they would take it, think it was as funny as we would think, but I think it would yeah, be. We're not saying the Razzies by any means. No, we're, we're talking we're about we're the people saying, where you're like, okay, we were surprised that Crazy Rich Agents did not get an award. Here, they're all here anyway. You know, kind of thing. I would You're right. love that. That would but be interesting. Still give or them a platform, still saying, hey, you weren't, because not everybody can nominate it. Right. right. They're always, regardless of who gets nominated, there'll be backlash anyway. It's like, oh, you didn't exactly. select this film, you didn't select this film, so you can't right. please everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, there's different ways to, I, I have mixed feelings about, I'm glad what they did just now, right? So, Phoebe, yes. I know you don't. <laughs> I'm yawning preemptively, but no, that's fine. Fair enough. But yeah. I think if they can do something else um, to make the, the show go faster and have it be a little bit more entertaining. Right. Would go a long way. Then it wouldn't feel long. If there were more pals in it and you weren't just sitting there staying up so you could see when's you know, the best picture and, you know. Yeah. Then, then maybe it would make a difference. Now, does the Grammys, I think, did a good job in mix matching the categories. So they would go, like, one of the first categories they announced was one of, like, the bigger ones. Right. Which, again, gets your attention right away to be like, I don't know if, you know, it's not like a slow buildup. Mm-hmm. To like the best picture or, Agreed. or record of the year or whatever that is. But so if like they sprinkled if it better, they sprinkled it better, I think that would get the attention of the audiences a little bit. It's so like I might miss out on a category, okay, that I really care about, but I have no idea when it's coming, except for the best picture, right? Right. That's just we just know that's yes, could be last. And I do think this year I was looking through uh, just kind of like, like, like a did best supporting actor, the very first one. Fair, right? yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, great, Marshall Ali, you win again. <laughs> And I wasn't, you know, as far as when I was watching all of the snub lists this year, I wasn't as like, that was, that person got robbed, you know, as much as I am some years. But I think that that was just me, you know, this one. I was like, I felt like it was a broader representation, but they still could have gone a little farther. But at least it was a little better. I'm curious to see, just from the film's perspective, how many uh, awards uh, Black Panther will take home. Yes. I'm curious. I am curious because that's something that we normally would only see in all the boring, you know, editing, sound effect, right. costuming type things. I am also interested, like, the fact that, you know, A Star is Born got, what, eight nominations, and but didn't get a Best Director. And I'm always interested whenever things that are up for Best Picture don't get Best Director well, nods. Star- I'm always like, because neither did Green Book. No, and, and Star is Born is... One of those films that had uh, the hot hand, the upper hand, going into the Oscar season, mm-hmm. and then because it didn't really get any recognition at the Golden Globes, and it's not really getting any, it didn't get it really anything at the BAFTA Awards. Right. Um, people are saying now it's kind of on the back burner, and you know, Lady Gaga her Grammy for the the song anyway, so I think we're good. <laughs> um, They're like, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> she got something. Um, I'm kind of curious as to if they're going to get anything major okay. out of the eight. I think that one might be the biggest snub as far as I think it might take home one out of the eight nominations. Right. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think Roma is going to do really well. I watched the Green. I don't think the Green Book is going to get anything. I think it's one of those. It's just an honor to be nominated. I, I unfortunately no. So I'm going to keep it positive. Okay. I, what do you I, think I, it's going to get? I really get? hope Green Book does um, does well. That okay. being said, is it is it? I would say it's top three for Best Picture. Okay. I would say it's top three. So it will be the third. I think Roma is up there. Right. Um, I don't want to put Black Panther up there for Best Picture, but I, I, I don't know. Well, you know, if I had to pick between Green Book and Black Panther, I'm picking Black Panther. No, for, <laughs> and again, <laughs> so. either of those winning would be amazing for me as well. Right. Well, um, we'll see if any of that comes up. Is there anything else that you're super excited about? Uh, in general, in my life, no. <laughs> <laughs> Other than you have extra nine hundred dollars yeah, to buy yeah, a, a oh, bed for your son. No, it's only two hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, stupid bed. Oh, hey, no, don't, don't j- get used to it. No, I know. It's not like you're gonna stop growing. I know. Um, I am. Wait till you're like my kid, and I was like, oh, now I had to kiss. He got the big guy bed, so he has a full size bed now. Oh, see, we mm-hmm. just got a twin. Yeah, so hi, we graduated from the twin to the full. Got it. Wait till you get a tween in your house, and he's all like, "I, I need, I need twice this much oh space. I need to be able to roll around and lay yeah. diagonally." Just get out of our room for now. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. So to answer your question, I'm actually looking forward to. Um, so we're doing the live stream again yes. at the uh, Icon Theaters, and people come and have fun, and people are like, so what do you dress? Like, do you dress up? Like, dress as you would want to Correct. go into a live stream show. Be comfortable, first and foremost. Right. right. You're going to be sitting down for at least three hours. Correct. Um, or, or not. You can go up to the bar and just chill, too. Yes. Um, that being said, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of a um, format it does take when there is no host. So I'm curious as to... How does it get going? Are there multiple people who are basically, quote unquote, hosting? So, you know, an extended, like, I'm going to announce the award anyways for this category. Might as well stay out there for an extra minute and do... Introduce the next and thing. And do the banter back and forth with a couple of the people that I know in the industry that are just there. Makes sense. I wonder if they'll talk about a, co- a few of the political topics that are always, you know, the uh, Oscars always get political. When yeah. Especially if uh, if an actor wins or a director wins, and right, so I'm curious. I'm always Wh- what direction the speeches yeah, will I'm go. Just, I'm just intrigued as to what that could look like. Obviously, uh, it was Oscar so white, and then it was me too. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious as to what what this year the the under the hashtag du jour will be yeah, this time. Is it mm. climate change? What is it this year that will? Uh, is it voting? I, I vote know. inclusion. I vote that it's going to be diversity and inclusion is I what they're going to so, talk and about. I think that's something that they did last year, two years ago, when, mm-hmm. they, when it was Oscar so wide, they revamped their uh, voting members. Right. They, they um, got a lot more inclusive with who gets to join the Academy. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping to, to, again, that's always intriguing to me. I'm mm-hmm. not really either looking forward to it. I'm just looking at what the undertone of the, uh, again, it's a big platform, even though they're, Viewership might be declining. It's like 26 million or something. And oh, yeah. yeah. It's still I mean, huge. It's still 26 million people <laughs> that are watching it. And ideally, people are watching from all across the political spectrum because they like movies. Correct. So that being said, I know people are like, oh, L.A. is or Hollywood is too liberal. Yeah, but there's just good people that are want to do good things and they just want to have good messaging. Right. Um, I'm interested in, you know, there's always side bets on who's going to go off the rails. Yes. And just and we'll see this say time. a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's anybody nominated this year that would maybe do that. Gaga. If Gaga wins. Yes. 
Um, I know Gaga's uh, Grammy um, Award acceptance uh, talked a little bit about mental health. Correct. Which is great because that's what the film. Uh, so really I don't necessarily think that's off the rails, but I feel like she has the off script. She's correct. Got, yeah, no, mm-hmm. she's got the music as well as film. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's there for the films, but she's got the music um, audience that make chime in or excuse me uh, tune in as well so right um and you can obviously get a little bit more political in music than you can right. in film so mm-hmm. um, depending on the topic but well we will have to are see you looking for forward to anything like obviously you'll you'll watch it here and there maybe maybe not but yeah um is there a specific category that you're just uh, like not at all this okay. year no because i was just now i'm just interested like i'm not i don't have a a horse in this particular race this time. I'm, you know, so many of the, the films that I enjoyed this time and I've seen, like this for the first time in a number of years, I've seen a lot of the films that are up. Usually 30%. 70% mm-hmm. of the films I have not seen, you know, kind so of 30%, thing. 30%, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm like, you know, and, you, and you and I have this talk every year where you're for like, sure. did you see them? Like, no. And you're yep. like, it's really good. I'm like, I believe you. I believe yeah. you. <laughs> I, I'm not, I actually, I agree. I'm sure, sure. it is a very worthy film yeah. that I am not going to go see. Right. Um, but this year I was like, okay, I'm on board with a lot of these. And I feel like the Oscars is going in a direction that I, as a, as a fan of film, not as deep as you, but as a fan of movies, I'm going, okay, this is neat, and I want to see where it goes. But it's really long, man. I used to always want to go and, like, make snacks and have parties and dress up. And now I'm like. So it's three (sighs) hours, good amount of time? Yes. So. So if they could get. They're they're not going to get down to three. (laughs) They were at four last year. Right. There's no way they're cutting out an hour. They can't. I don't see how they can. If they come in at three and a half, I'd be happy. Yeah. So we'll, fingers crossed for that. And everybody can get information about your live stream that's going on if they go to the website, TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. I know you also have some cool screenings and some other things that are coming up very soon, so they can get that info there. So actually, the Oscar weekend, uh, we're actually doing two screenings of uh, in honor of Black History Month. Mm -hmm. We're doing... on Saturday the 23rd at 2 p.m. at the Icon Theater, free screening of The Color Purple. Wonderful. And then on sa- on Sunday, the Oscar Day at 2 p.m., right before the Oscars, uh, we're doing a, a screening of Hidden Figures. Wonderful. I love that as well. So so it's complimentary. All you have to do is come to the box office. It doesn't matter how many people you want to bring with you, you or 10 other people. and You just pick your seats and, and just go into the movie and enjoy it. So make sure you get all that information at TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. You can also find previous episodes of Be Our Geek if you go there as well. And we encourage you to be part of the show. Make sure you check in with us. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Be Our Geek. You can also go ahead and email us, beourgeek at gmail.com if there's anything you'd like us to talk about. So again, make sure you check it out and we appreciate you being part of the show. We'll see you next episode of Be Our Geek where everyone is a geek about something. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. 
Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 smart bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 special edition smart bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.